Crypto. I'm David James, your host, and I'm the Job Whisperer, and we'll get to that in a little bit. And I want to welcome and congratulate and compliment my co-host, Dave Hampton, robo-recruiter. <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> the most aggressive, succinct, eye-on-the-prize guy that I ever know. And we're here to talk a bit about crypto. Now, um, <clears throat> if you're actually listening to the podcast for the first time, which you are because this is our first podcast, our inaugural podcast, we want to talk to you about what this podcast is and what it isn't. And so, David, what isn't it? Oh, it's not about us talking about which crypto you should buy. It's not uh, about uh, which one you, sh you shouldn't buy. That's correct. Yeah, that's right. So my learned colleague, right, <laughs> he, he, he's nailed it. There, when, when, when I was asked to do this podcast, um, I, was, I was concerned about the name, a bit about crypto, because I wanted it to be the job whisperer, just that thing. And so, but the motivation for this is, is that David and I, between the two of us, we have 40 plus years of recruiting experience and we're avid blockchain enthusiasts and we both believe that the government is overprinting our money. Just like right here, the Bank of Zimbabwe and their 100,000, oh, I'm sorry, their $100 trillion bill. It buys three eggs. So anyhow, so we actually are cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, blockchain enthusiasts. And so much to the point that we uh, started a division within our firm, Blockchain Recruiters. And we haven't made a lot of placements in blockchain uh, yet. Um, so we're, we're fledgling. We've, we've only made a few, few placements. I don't know if, if that's impressive to anybody, but we're, we're going full force with this. But... To the point of what this podcast is and isn't about, um, our guests that we'll have and what we're going to talk about is how blockchain or cryptocurrency has changed their life or how they actually see blockchain and cryptocurrency um, changing the world, the, the job world, right? And... <clears throat> You know, and also part of it is we, we want to actually be in awareness. If, if you're that person who's heard about Bitcoin or that person who knows a little bit about whatever cryptocurrency you're talking about and you want to get a job in that space, then that's what this podcast is about. So our various guests are going to be hiring authorities. They're going to, well, they're going to be all kinds of people, people whose experience, you know, uh, is relative to the new world of blockchain. And, that, and that's what we're all about. Yeah, so this is not a number go up. And... Um, <clears throat> So what this show also isn't about, we have no political ideology. We don't, we don't take a stance on this or that. I mean, I have some strong opinions uh, that the government is overprinting money. And I think that's why the, oh, I think all the governments of the world are, are overprinting money right now. And that's why I think that uh, blockchain and cryptocurrencies are actually soaring up because there's a saying, money goes where it's treated best. So, and with that, um, I guess uh, we should talk a little bit about ourselves. So oh, is that, was that clear enough on what the podcast is and it isn't? I think right? so. Yeah, so, so David, uh, I guess, why don't you tell the audience actually how you first heard about Bitcoin or cryptocurrency? I'm assuming, is Bitcoin the first coin you ever heard of? Yes. Yeah, okay. So t talk about how you actually became an enthusiast, what you heard, what you learned, et cetera, et cetera. Well, uh <clears throat> It, uh, 
It's really uh, interesting. Uh, it it goes back to uh, 2013, fall of 2013, when uh, I received an email, uh, and the email uh, had a title of uh, something search. And at that time, I was in Afghanistan. I was working as a research scientist, and uh, and the the email contained an ad for uh, what I thought was something related to research, but it was re- actually re- regarding recruiting. And I read the ad, and it was written differently. It was it just it was different than all the other ads I'd written. It was specific instructions. I intuitively knew that the uh, the instructions were a the first test uh, to get through the door, so to speak. And so I followed the uh, the instructions to the T. I I wrote my cover letter. I wrote the subject line, um, you know, the, as 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 stipulated. And and then I did something that was different uh, from everyone else, and I I uh, I called the person who had written the ad, and that person was you. Yeah, that was me. And uh, and so, and, I and, and that's 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 Bitcoin related. Well, I'm getting I'm getting uh, to that point. <clears throat> so, uh, forgive me for the long story, but so here it, it all it all come full circle. Don't worry. Um, right so on my own playbook there, huh? Yeah, yeah. Just, just you just you wait. Uh, so, uh, so I called, I called you and I said, Hey, uh, I'm, my name is David Hampton. I'm calling regarding my resume. And you said, Hey, uh, can you, can you call me back around three o'clock? And I called you around lunchtime specifically so I could catch you. And I said, sure, but, uh, I'll be sleeping by then. So, because, because I'm in Afghanistan right now. And that caught your attention. And the reason that it caught, it caught your attention, I believe, is because you had served in the army yourself. And... And then at the same time, what I also noticed is on your uh, your profile, your LinkedIn profile, you had something related to Bitcoin, and that was the first time that I had I had heard about Bitcoin at all. That was the only time that I heard about it. And so you know, then you know, we get to a point where I know the guy seven years, and I'm first just hearing the story now. Go on. Right. So, so, so I mean. So then, uh, you know, we, we uh, you know, long story short, right, I, I, you grant me an interview uh, despite trying to blow me off at that time, right? And, and I knew that. And so I, so, but we, you know, you, 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 gave, you were the only person who gave me a job. <clears throat> and then you were always, you always talked about it here and there. You didn't, you didn't over talk about Bitcoin or anything, but, but I, I, I looked into it a little bit here and there. I didn't understand it. Understand it, and and as we've we've been partners, you've you know you've talked more and more about it, and 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 then uh, you gave me uh, you told me to read the the book the the Bitcoin Standard, right? By Saifedean, yeah, right, great book. And I and I read it, and that's what really uh, changed my understanding, or really uh, helped me to have a more, more profound understanding of what we are discussing at this given moment. Yeah, so my walk into Bitcoin is is that uh, there, there's a gentleman who's actually going to be our guest next week and or in a few days. Uh, he goes by his pseudonym, Uncle Jim. Uncle Jim was a guy who, when I first became a recruiter 30 years ago, he says, hey, do you know what email is? And I said, no, what is it? And he, he told me actually how to, how to get, uh, not, not AOL, but uh, whatever the one of the first ones were. Hotmail. Know. Uh, no, even before that, it was even before that. It's it's not around anymore, right? And the, the dial up, and I got my very very first email from him, literally thirty years ago. It was about yeah, spring of <laughs> of nineteen ninety one, 
And, you know, and at that time, I was recruiting auditors, and he was an, uh, a, an internal auditor, and he spoke Chinese, et cetera, et cetera. And, and throughout the years, we kind of became friends, and we never had physically met, but we, we would just talk about alternative ideas and throughout the years. And he predicted the Enron thing was going to happen, right? Not for Enron, but he, he literally said, hey, this, this thing's going to happen. So he's just somebody to always listen to. And uh, <clears throat> I guided him through his career back and forth, and uh, he was very learned toward me in lots of ways um, as, as a mentor. And then uh, after the recession of 20, 2009, um, he said, hey, have you heard about this thing called Bitcoin? That was literally it was 2012 when he said it. And he explained it to me, and he was talking to me about how the, the Fed is overprinting money. And what he said to me was is that after the financial crisis, right, the exact people that were allowed to proliferate this crisis, the, the housing crisis, to let anybody get a loan who could fog a mirror, you fog a mirror, you could actually uh, get a loan. He, he said that what they did was is they, they created money to reward the thieves, and they did nothing for the victims. And when he was, he was talking about Wall Street. And look, I mean, the, the truth is I'm not trying to bag on Wall Street. I mean, the fact that the reason that most people have abundance in addition to their job is because the guys on Wall Street take the money that they make and invest and they make it exponentiate. So I'm trying to stay neutral on that. Um, but and then he says, hey, there's this thing called Bitcoin. And I, too, didn't understand it. Right. But I just trusted this guy so much that he went out and he said, you need to get some. And at the price, it was and then it was two hundred and ten dollars, right? And believe it or not, two, an extra two hundred and ten dollars for me coming right out of the recession in two thousand twelve was was really hard because it was it was cyclical, right? It didn't necessarily hit recruiters right away, but if you thought it was hard getting a job, in after the recession, imagine how hard it was to get paid to get somebody a job, and that, that's kind of like where I was. So I, I got some Bitcoin, and I remember, and here's the irony of it: I was. Uh, uh, I had met you, right, and the, the firm that we worked at together, and it was 2013, and I was going to buy some more Bitcoin, and I'd, I'd, I'd gotten, you know, some, some money, and it had gone up from $210 to $380, and I said, I'm not paying that. What a ripoff, <laughs> right? And so, anyhow, no matter where you are uh, getting into Bitcoin, you always think you're too late, and you're not too late, and... Uh, you know, Michael Saylor talks about how, how it's a financial network and it's going to change things. So there's this line because, you know, Bitcoin is, was my indoctrination. And I am a strong, strong believer of Bitcoin. And you get to a lot of these people that are Bitcoin maximalists. And uh, I did invite, invite some of them actually to be guests on the show. And none of them responded because I think the word crypto, right? If you're not all bat, bit Bitcoin, then you're, it's like you're, all on a, you're either an all-pepper diet or nothing. So they haven't responded. But there's the thing in the Bitcoin community where, where there's these maximalists. And they, they think that if anything else coin is, you know, they, they refer to them everything else as shit coins, right? Any other type of coins is a shit coin according to a Bitcoin maximalist. And, you know, my opinions of cryptocurrency are irrelevant. I mean, I, I think that blockchain is changing the world for good, right? And we'll talk more throughout th this podcast. We'll talk about in details uh, in a way people can understand it. So if you're like the sophisticated programmer and you've got your own node or you mind, this isn't, this isn't the show for you unless you're looking for a job in the space, then definitely this is a show for you. But if, if you don't know what cryptocurrency is, or you, I mean, people say to me on the golf course, what is a Bitcoin? 
right? What is an Ethereum? They ask me these questions, and I go, uh, I can't explain it between now until the time we get to the green, right? But there is this confusion, and so the purpose of this podcast is if you're interested in knowing more about cryptocurrency and blockchains, how it relates to you could get a job, or if you need to hire people in your project, because what we do is we aggregate the people, you know, whether we're going to talk, I don't want to get ahead of myself, we're talking about that. So the, this show is we're agnostic because all types of cryptocurrency, including Bitcoin, live on a blockchain. And that's a ledger. And you know, throughout the show, we'll talk more and more about it. My suggestion is, is that I, my promise and my commitment to my audience is, is that the show will never be the same. The guests will talk about different things as they relate. There are different types of experiences. So, you know, give us a try. Give, give us a look. So um, if you're a Bitcoin maximalist, you're welcome, right? If you only want a job working on the Lightning Network because that's your jam, because it, that's okay too. Because I, I have a few jobs for, for, for people uh, in that type of arena, right? <laughs> and if you actually have a, s a smart contract bias, right? And that's the big war between Ethereum and Bitcoin is, is that Bitcoin is proof of work and, uh, and uh, Ethereum is proof of stake, right? But they all live on a blockchain, Right. And uh, they have different use cases. Right. And so the thing about it is, is that this this technology is here. It's not coming. It's here. OK. What's coming fast, like the settlers came from, you know, England right through the plains of the United States. It's, it's an inevitable thing. Blockchain technology is is changing everything. So, I mean, so that's what the show is, pretty much. David, do you, uh, is, is there anything I'm missing? Because I, I was going to talk a little bit about blockchain for a second. No, I mean, it's, I mean, I, I, I always just say, when people ask about it, I just say it's intersection between, uh, I'd say, recruiting, you know, which is our, our mainstay, yeah, we're which recruiters. is what, what we do, and, and an industry of, of blockchain, which is the future. It's the equivalent of what uh, Twitter, Facebook... Uh, Google, Amazon was 10, 20 years ago. I mean, we're on the precipice of uh, launching into the future um, and being at the beginning right now. I mean, it's just, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, so just talking about people going, blockchain, well, what is that, right? So I'm just going to describe in layman's term, right? Because, you know, the, the, when I explain Bitcoin to people, right, and, and I'm still learning, right? And I'm, I'm pretty avid and I'm pretty knowledgeable, but there are things that I'm still learning. <clears throat> really, Bitcoin should have been called Bitcode, right? Because really, the coins, they don't actually exist. And from the society that we're with, we think of token, right, as something you get at Chuck E. Cheese, right? Or token literally to get on the subway. That's right. how it used to be. Or token, a coin you put in your pocket, right? So when you call it, use the word coin and token, right? It really, really messes up the masses because they can't see what we're talking about. What The blockchain is, is, is just this, this thing that contains code, right? And, and additional pieces of code are mined based on computer algorithms using you know, their power, their hash rate. Everybody knows there are stronger and faster computers, right? Think about just bigger, stronger drills, and they extract from this. And, and the way the blockchain for Bitcoin works is there's a specific amount of Bitcoins that are awarded to the miners every 10 minutes. It used to be 25, right? And then it was cut in half. That's called a halving, right? About five years ago, that was at the first halving. And then it, it went down to 12 and a half, right? And then May of last year, it was halved again. That was the, the second halving. And now there are 6.5, 
0.25 Bitcoin that are awarded every 10 minutes. So a total of 900 uh, every day. And what ends up happening is, is people get that code. So if I have Bitcoin and you have Bitcoin, what I can do is I can take some of that code based on some credentialing and, uh, that I actually have, and I can send that code on the blockchain that's visible at everybody. And the thing about it is nobody can stop it, right? No government can stop it. Nobody can seize it. We're going to talk more about that as we get on. And, uh, and, and basically, the, the Bitcoin is, it has a certain worth. And now people have said to me, well, and, and you hear Peter Schiff, right? Peter Schiff is a smart guy. He really knows what he's talking about. But he just can't capitulate to gold, I'm from, from gold to Bitcoin. He says it has no intrinsic value. And here's what I want to say to my audience. Close up on this, Travis. Can you see this? This has no intrinsic value either. It doesn't have any intrinsic value. It has the value that people actually say it has, right? If I put a dollar bill in your hand and a hundred dollar bill in your other hand and I have you close your eyes, it's the exact same thing, right? But you look down and there's just, there's just genuine consensus and agreement that one is a hundred times worth the other. Well, what ends up happening, this code was traded in the beginning by the originators, the early adopters of Bitcoin. And then as time went on, as adoption actually came, there became a worth. Like, I, like, like beachfront property in Southern California. People used to hate it because it stunk. And that's where all the eucalyptus is, right? And that whole thing turned around. Now there's agreement that beachfront property is that thing. So anyhow, in a nutshell, that's what blockchain is. And so the thing about blockchain is it can't be corrupted. It can't be done. So once I send, you know, say one Bitcoin from my wallet to David's wallet, it's there forever, and the transaction is there forever. So what people are doing with blockchain, per se, right? There are, there are coins like Ethereum, and they're like, like Cardano. And these are actually to use smart contracts. And most recently, uh, in Ethiopia, the Ethiopian government is having such problems with fraud as it related to the, the entire school system. Five million school kids, they would just show up and say, yeah, he graduated, he's in the master's pro, or whatever they're saying. <laughs> wow. now, now what they're do- gonna do is they're gonna take all their school records and they're gonna put it on a blockchain, right? And that way, it, no matter where that kid goes, once she's credentialed in under his number, or her number, right? Then we'll know exactly. No, you actually got a D in that class, right? Right. Right. And and this is this is the thing on LinkedIn, being recruiters, okay? And anybody who knows any look, if you, if you're tuning into the show because you're interested in a job or you want a job, you understand the whole LinkedIn experience. And if you looked at LinkedIn as much as we have, you'll see that candidates reinvent themselves, right? They work for company A, company B, and now company C. But then once they go to work for company D, they no longer work for company B, right? They went they extend the years. From company A to right. company C, yeah. right? With blockchain technology, that's impossible. Yeah, devil's into details. I mean, there's no way of of getting around that. It's just, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and blockchain is literally, uh, you know, like say, like I said, you know, uh, blockchain is well, Bitcoin blockchain is decentralized, right? And uh, you know, where how much how much time are we at there, Travis? Twenty minutes. Okay. So, you know, the, the thing about uh, the, the thing that made so Bitcoin is the thing that got blockchain awareness. Right. And Bitcoin is a financial network. Right. And I remember and when people actually want to think about it, it's like, OK, a financial network. So aren't banks financial what net, networks, people could say. Yeah. Right. But um, what happens is, is like, David, do you remember the first person you got your LinkedIn request from? Uh, no, 
Actually, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I happen to remember. I also remember the first person I got a Facebook request, right? Send to your friends who send to your friends. Who send to, I remember who I actually got my right. first Twitter. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I, I, was, I was on MySpace at first, and then Facebook came along. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not on Facebook. I stopped being on Facebook prior to working for the military. So. so the point of it is, is there was one person who reached out to their network in a social way, mm-hmm. right? And that's how Facebook started. That's how Twitter, that's how all these things started, right, right based on user proliferation. Right. And I mean, I'm going to tell you, Facebook is a mighty and terrible thing with well, the immense power that it actually oh, yeah. has to shut down a sitting president. Right. Right. That's I mean, that's you talk about the new mobsters. Right. Right. Yeah. No, definitely. I yeah. mean, it, I mean, part part of the if, if I understand correctly, I mean, the blockchain c- could go to a way where you could you could decentralize that part of what Facebook. That, has done. That's kind of what I'm talking about. Right. right. So uh, the. Um, but but so when we talk decentralization, right? People, so so so, Bitcoin has no central office, no headquarters, no secretary, right? At the front desk to receive, yeah, who you're taking phone calls and forwarding calls. Uh, I'll put you through. Or he's at lunch. Can I take a message? Yeah, it's it's a decentralized thing. It's this open source code that is worldwide, and you need to think about it. That that people in in Uruguay and Lebanon and Syria and Venezuela, they're using. They're using Bitcoin as currency. There is one guy who – I feel like I'm going all over the map, but I'm going to go. There's this one guy in Venezuela who literally bought and he paid for his internet subscription all the way to the year 2085, right? 2085, and they, and they asked, why are you doing this? He says, I'm trying to preserve my currency, right? Because if he goes back and he gets a, a refund, he'll get it in dollars at the time of what the currency was mm. as it was falling down. Right. Mm -hmm. But back to the blockchain as it relates to Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a worldwide accepted financial network. It's here. It's here. Even if the even if the government passes a law that says you can't use Bitcoin right in the United States, I'm speaking of the United States, that's not going to stop Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. Uh, Didn't uh, is it Finland or one of the countries, uh, Scandinavian countries did it right now or, or is it Turkey? Turkey, Turkey passed a law where they, they say, hey, no, we're, no, we're... There was no passing a law. There was the president... There was a ban. There no, was there a... was the president saying, right, right after they, they fired the actual uh, finance minister, right? Yeah, they're trying, they're, they're trying to ban it, right? They're... Yeah, but no, then they realize, hey, no, we, we might want to throw in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot... For example, there is a lot of bad information. We should probably talk about that, too. I'm hearing a lot of po- talking about, hey, Biden just passed a law that says the capital gains are going to be 40%, right? And just for the record, the president of the United States has no abilities to pass any law. The president of the United States has only the ability to sign laws passed by the legislator into office. I'm sorry, into law. He can sign them, right? But when, when Joe Biden or Donald Trump or Barack Obama say, hey, I'm going to do this, actually, dude, you're not. You might actually be enthusiastic about this idea, and you might want to take your leadership and your will to actually get the Congress and the Senate to actually pass that law. But that's kind of like hurting cats, mm-hmm. right? So there's a lot of, oh, hey, Bitcoin's illegal. They're going to make it illegal. They can't make it illegal. Well, no, they can make it illegal, but they still can't stop it because that worked really well with human trafficking, heroin, guns, loan sharking. Right. So right now, I mean, answer me this. I mean— so my tax accountant last year, the year before, said, hey, uh, do you have any Bitcoin? Are you claiming it on your tax return? So what are the consequences of that if you say yes or no? Well, so it's funny because I was on a podcast yesterday and a guy says, hey, what do you, what do you think I should do? And I'm not an accountant, okay? 
I'm not, I, I, I can't give that kind of advice. I, I would just say this, and it's kind of a little off topic, right? But if the law says, if the form says, hey, have you, have you purchased Bitcoin? And you have, and you, and you omit that, then, then possibly you're, you're lying on your tax return. Mm-hmm. So good luck with that. <laughs> All right. I mean, uh, but what if you say yes? Okay, you claim you claim Bitcoin. So what? What is it? What are, I mean? Yeah. So this is just speculation on my part. It, it really means nothing. What I what I personally think that is is I think that that's uh, the IRS's way of trying to gather information on who has of, it and who doesn't of, of, of a data set of people who actually okay these guys have. So I I believe the people who buy Bitcoin and check that box, you're going to get audited. <laughs> All right. And that's my opinion. Right. Yeah, that's my opinion. Because remember, one, one bureaucrat decided, hey, this, this word is, gonna, is going to be put on there. Right. So and, and here's, here's the thing. That, so. So, yeah, so that's what the show's about. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't want to bore this audience. <laughs> I really don't. So so I do. I do want to just talk about a couple of things. Right. So if you're actually looking for a job. Right. And and, and part, part of the, the bit about crypto podcast is is for us to actually possibly find some candidates who are either walk, working the job, working in the blockchain space or uh, know that they have a skill or that they've got the desire to do it or to learn more. Right. So really, I actually have a, a, a company in uh, Colorado that's looking for a system administrator. Right. And then another one. Uh, is um, looking in Mountain View. They're looking for someone who's ahead of blockchain, right? I'm looking also for, a, in Reston, Virginia, I'm looking for a trading engineer. And I also have a, uh, in Austin, Texas, I need a blockchain researcher. Right? Those are, I mean, I, 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 and also uh, in Arizona, I need a senior invest, investigator for crypto risk, right? That's for a financial services entity. All right, and I've got some really, really great candidates. I've got a couple of, uh, I've got a couple of uh, full stack developers, right. And on top of that, I have a, a strategist, right. I've got a great, a great strategist who actually comes out of the the risk and the credit markets off Wall Street, and um, yeah, so that's that. So if you're interested in a job in blockchain, or you actually need to hire somebody, or you've got a project going in blockchain, feel free to, free to call me. I know Travis is gonna pop up my my digits, right? Yeah, you can call me, 831. No, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Do I do that, Travis? Okay, 831-222-5445. That always makes me feel like Don King, right, the sports promoter here in Las Vegas, right, who literally would, would say, yeah, call your cable call, uh, operator right now and pay 90 bucks for this fight. I don't, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, You know, um, yeah, so that's, uh, I feel like I'm rambling, dude. I don't think you are. I mean, you know, part part of these jobs, you know, the thing about these jobs, I think right now, in, including with uh, something to consider is in, with COVID, right? You know, we're in the middle of a pandemic or post-pandemic, whatever you want to call it right now. Um, a lot of these jobs are remote. Yeah. 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 That's the great thing. You know, so I, I mean, th- we, thanks for mentioning we, that. So we're putting, we're putting, you know, attaching cities, but that's really where the companies might be. But I mean, a lot of these, a lot of these uh, uh, jobs are, are remote, work remotely. Yeah, clearly there's something that I'm gonna wish I will would have said, right? But the <clears throat> at the so two things are happening in the government, all oh, the world government, right? <clears throat> the uh, the Fed is printing copious amounts of money, right? The the Fed prints trillions of dollars based on edict or law, 
that's passed by our current uh, politicians. And then the Fed actually buys that up as debt. And we accumulate this debt. And, there's, and the second thing that's happening, in order to stimulate the economy, the Fed is keeping interest rates at practically zero, right? And that's why, why houses are going up. See, if you notice the commodities, the price of commodities are going up, right? You talk about steak, you talk about grapes, you talk about milk, you talk about your basic staples. The price mm -hmm. is getting quite egregious as it's going up, right? And if you're a poor, poor person who's like close to the poverty line or just, you know, just paycheck to paycheck to make it, David, right? That's going to come up. But, so, but real estate, stocks and cryptocurrency and and i have a personal opinion that the reason those things they're not actually going up it's the value of the dollar has gone down oh, and yeah. it's going down so quickly mm -hmm. and that's the great thing about and a lot of these jobs actually pay in bitcoin or cryptocurrency or the, yeah right yeah. so think about this so I, I i think about like the money that i actually got paid in 2020 right well let's go 20 let's go 2019 because 2020 was COVID, and that's that's nothing to brag about. Yeah, in 2019, I was thinking about all the money that I made in 2019, right? And, you know, it, it, it was the same, same paper, the dirty fiat currency printed by the government, right? And I used it to pay my bills, to pay my taxes, all that stuff, and then I had a little left over, right? If I'd been paid in cryptocurrency, I would have paid my bills, I would, I, would have, I would have paid my taxes, and then I would have had 50 times as much as I saved, right? So the thing about, and we'll talk more about this, and my guests will speak on this, that Bitcoin, right, is sound money, right? It's, it's the real, because there's only going to be 21 million of them ever, right? And right now, uh, it, it's a mining process, and right now, there's 18 and a half million that already exist, right? And so when, if I was to ask you, David, what is the price of your house? Well, no. What is your house worth? That's the question I'm going to ask you. Uh, yet, yet that's the buyer who's buying it. That's right. What somebody will pay for it, right? And the reason Bitcoin right now is trading at, I, you know, in, above fifty thousand. I mean, it it goes up to sixty to fifty or whatever it is. The reason it's at that price is because that's what somebody will buy it for, right? And and the reason it keeps going up is there's a certain scarcity. You know, I just want you to know that nine hundred of these are mine today. I talked about that. PayPal buys 900 bitcoins a day all right grayscale right the bitcoin trust is actually they, they buy about four or five hundred a day or something like that visa is buying bitcoin there are so there are so i i, I know it's a certainty we're going to hear uh, ebay is actually trying to take bitcoin they're trying to buy it tesla of course bought a billion and a half everybody knows about this but you know there's rumor that apple's going to buy it that facebook's going to buy it I mean, every day... Palantir just bought some, or they're, they're accepting some now, right? Yeah, yes, Palantir, that's correct, and they're going to keep it on their balance sheet. So it's an inevitable, inevitable thing. Well, and, this is and, the, and the thing is, is the, you know, as you're talking, I mean, as apolitical as, as we intend on being, you know, and, and that kind of thing, I mean, make no mistake, you know, this, this whole movement is political by nature. It's, you no, know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a... It's a I'm, I'm, no, it's a resistance of sorts. When and let me qualify that. When I say I, I'm apolitical, I'm, I'm apolitical as far as this coin bad, that that coin good. All right. Here's the deal. I've always had this attitude. All right. I've been a recruiter since I was 14 at heart. I've been helping people find a job since. I, and you know the story about me. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm looking for a guy who wants a job, and I'm looking for a guy who wants a guy who wants a job. I'm always doing that. Right. So if if you want a job in the cryptocurrency space, and and your your belief is this coin over that coin, or this this type of blockchain use case versus that, I'm agnostic that way. So mm -hmm. when I when when I was talking about political, I'm talking, but I, I just 
I, I don't want to be perceived as a, uh, you know, basically, <clears throat> the bit about crypto podcasts, we neither endorse nor oppose any cause, is what I'm saying, mm -hmm. right? So if you actually have a belief and you can actually back it up and substantiate it in, in such a way, you have a forum here, right? As long as Definitely. you're not going to be hateful or hurtful or anything like that, and everybody has a voice and, and is respected. Yeah, as, as the way this country is yeah, born. Yeah, but hell yeah, I mean, as far as political, okay? Because this... Right? This is like getting my prostate yeah, checked six times a week. Well, it's, it's a whole referendum on what we've put faith into, right? Yeah, you wait, I, hold on a second. Here's the rule. When somebody's talking about something as it relates to the money going bad, they get the baton, the, the $100 trillion bill. Go ahead. Preach. Well, yeah, Preach like there. I said, it's, it's a referendum on what we believed, you know, our, our faith was put into, right? I mean, this, this $100 bill right here is meant to be worth $100, but it's really worth less than that. It, yeah, it's actually worth about, I think, 30 cents. Right. I mean, so so really, I mean, and the whole the you know, this is what sold me on, on Bitcoin after reading the Bitcoin standard was, you know, this whole idea of decentralizing. Uh, uh, and I'm going to get to a, a caveat, though, in my mind, this is what I haven't wrestled with um, is is this idea that that we don't need uh, some, you know, centralized bank telling us how much money we can have or not have and how much it's going to be worth. I mean, it's it should be what it's worth, you know, period. And, you know, and and. Right now, the thing that I've I've had a hard time swallowing is uh, is that Bitcoin or Ethereum it's all exchanged in in our current currency, right? And that's that's the part that I haven't really. Uh, so I mean, we're saying it's worth fifty thousand dollars. Okay, well, you know, at some point, then the dollar is not going to be worth anything, right? That that's what we're getting to. That's exactly how, that's that's exactly how it is. And and the thing about it is, is if if the the U.S. dollar wasn't the reserve currency of the world. Right. Which is really 88. You know, we are five percent of the population in America, but our dollar is utilized in 88 percent of the world. Right. Right. And so, yeah, it, it would have already collapsed mm -hmm. at the amount that we're overprinting it. But it's a, it's an arithmetic certainty. If you keep printing, this is what's going to happen. Right. And, 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 and you want to talk about politics right? or, or being political. I mean, I know that 2020 was pretty uh, violent and volatile as it relates to politics right which yep. which side you were on right, right? but you want to talk about you've seen no civil unrest no you've seen none compared to what's going to happen when people can't afford just the basic necessities to put food on the table yeah when all of a sudden yep. you know pitchforks man that's yeah yeah right when just some 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 milk and some formula costs 150 dollars and you make 75 bucks a day or whatever it is mm -hmm. right so but any i do want to talk about some of the guests we've got coming on this month right so uh, we got Uncle Jim, uh, the the guy who brought me into Bitcoin, and he uh, he's going to talk, and he's 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 pretty libertarian, and he he's really smart, and that's the thing about about Bitcoin. When I listen to people like Michael Saylor, right, or or people like Preston uh, Pish, or uh, Jeff Booth, these these are some of the smartest people I've ever met, or Robert Breedlove. I'm that the these people who are speaking to me in a way. I, I'm I'm in awe about how smart they are, and it's like, and the reason that one of the reasons I support Bitcoin is Bitcoin is what all. I don't think the guys in corporate America. I don't think Elon Musk is stupid. I don't think you get to make the two most innovative com uh, com companies in the history of the world, right? SpaceX and Tesla, and be stupid and accidentally make yourself to the richest man in the world, right? He bought Bitcoin. He did. He did. I mean, yeah, no, I, no, but he bought it. He bought it for his company for the future, right? And right. so I'm, I'm looking. And so the basically, that's 
you know, I, I've said a lot of things, and the audience that I'm looking who, for. Who's yeah. the next guest? Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for keeping me along, right? Yeah, so we've got we've got uh, Karam, uh, Karam coming, and he actually great story. He's a, he's originally from Pakistan, and he migrated to uh, Toronto, and uh, he's the CEO of uh, yeah, up and coming uh, digital currency exchange. He wants to he wants to actually create a uh, Canada's first actually exchange, and he's getting his licensure, and so he's going to talk about his idea. So he's coming on this week. Also, I'm really excited to see Xander. Okay, I, I just call him Xander Xander Fit. Right, I, uh, I he's Xander dot fit at pod uh, at at Instagram, and he's got an amazing story. Right, he was a soldier. I, I, we're gonna let him tell, but yeah. he was a soldier, and then he became homeless, and then he had to become a, a male stripper. Yeah, and he bought Bitcoin, and it totally changed his life. Right, and and so basically, I'm interested in how cryptocurrency. Redemption. I mean, there's a story today about somebody else who I'm going to try and get on, who was the the manager of uh, Goldman Sachs, and he actually made a fortune with with an altcoin, right? I'll say it. He he made it with Dogecoin, right? And I, okay. I really want to say how. I mean, he literally up and quit because they they say the amount of money he he made is excess of thirty million dollars. Wow. Right. And um. And so it's life changing. And then also I've got um. See then, then also a, a couple of other guests that we call got called is um, uh, I got Alexa and TJ. These are two college kids that were basically in debt, and it's like, what are we doing in college? And they actually bought some crypto, and uh, they that uh, it's changed their life. So we've we've got a we've got a lot of good people coming. So sounds great. Yeah, I'm excited. Sounds, sounds great. So anyhow, so I just want to say, so remember. <clears throat> I'm David James. I'm the job whisperer, and I want to thank my compadre and co-host, Dave Hampton, the Robo Recruiter. And you know we are um, we're from Blockchain Recruiters. And if you want to reach me, my email address is David J at BlockchainRecruiters.net, and uh, go to the website. And you can also, if you want to uh, hear the podcast or more of the podcast, you can go to uh, getwhispered.com, okay? So, Travis, take us out. And everybody, we'll see you next time. Remember, get whispered. <laughs>